Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my coach Macaulay Matthew, I am of course William Ramo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hello, Mac. Are you there? Well, Mac should be coming on the air very soon. Hey, Mac, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. You? I'm good. How you doing? Doing well, man. How's it going? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna feel a lot better if this uh, Kyrie Irving deal goes through uh, to the Knicks, but we're gonna we're gonna dive into that. Uh, you know, we're also gonna talk about um, the battleground pay per view event, uh, our predictions, the revelation of uh, Kurt Angle's uh, identity of his son. We'll get into that. Also, talk about what's going on with the Mets. As you know, they're on the they're on a roll right now. As the trading um, deadline approaches, as long um, along with the Yankees as well, the Yankees are doing well as as well. Uh, we'll get into that as well, and you know, talk about what's going on in the, the trade rumors surrounding Carmelo Anthony and uh, Kyrie Irving. And uh, most importantly, you know, we're open to any uh, thoughts. Uh, any of you guys would like to have. Um, and you could do that by, of course, calling 917-388-4189. That's 917-388-4189. So feel free to call in, uh, let your voice be heard, and look forward to hearing, to, hearing all of your, your guys' and ladies' thoughts on any of these topics and more. Uh, but with further ado, let's, uh, without further ado, let's uh, dive right into this uh, rumor this trade rumor uh, surrounding uh, the Knicks and Carmelo Anthony. And uh, now it takes a new twist. And, of course, uh, now it, it uh, reportedly might involve Kyrie Irving. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's too good to be true. I mean, Kyrie Irving, you know, he's an all-star um, a former world champion two years ago. And um, I'll believe it when I see it, if uh, this trade does co- go through. Because, uh, you know, I, obviously Carmelo Anthony has been rumored to be traded to the Cavs ever since last year. And, um, but the, 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 you know, the thing that always held it up was uh, whether or not if the Cavs had interest in, you know, dealing with the Knicks uh, Kevin Love was was always rumored to be in that trade, but you know that that trade never fell through. But now, a few days ago, it was a shocking revelation that Kyrie Irving wants to be traded uh, to either Spurs, Heat, uh, T Wolves, or dare I say, even the Knicks, which caught me by surprise, even though he's a New Jersey native. And if he if that is possible. Man, this could really change the complexity of the Knicks franchise. You know, they could be, you know, a future playoff team. 
you know, with a with a young superstar player like that, you know, who apparently wants to be out of the shadows of LeBron James, even though um, looking at it logically, that would be his best chance of winning a title if he sticks with LeBron. So I was very shocked with that news. But, uh, hey, if Carmelo Anthony, by all reports, is um, now okay with waiving the the option of him, the the trade kicker, which would give him eight, you know, eight point one million dollars extra on his contract as a result of a trade, and you know he he agrees to the he, he agrees to the trade, and um, this trade will end up sending a, a player in Kyrie Irving, a young guy in his prime, to the Knicks. I mean, you, as a Knicks man, you you have to. You have to jump at that trade. You're not you're not gonna get a better trade opportunity to get, you know, a, a star player, a star player in his prime back. You know, uh, what's your what's your thoughts on this? Well, you know, it's uh, there's still reports saying that Carmelo is still eyeing the Rockets. Um, mm-hmm. If he does uh, waive his uh, that that no trade clause. So um, you know, who knows if he even if the if the Cavs agree to trade Kyrie to the Knicks, if Mel even agrees to it, you know, because he, right now he's it looks like he's eyeing the uh, the Rockets more so than the Cavaliers. But right. this uh, as far as this Kyrie Irving uh, trade uh, um, trade these trade rumors, I mean, let, let's not get carried away. I mean, Kyrie Irving is a, is a very good player. You know, um, Absolutely. he's one of the great scorers in the NBA. But I mean, Absolutely. him coming to the Knicks. I mean, remember we've we've gotten very good players in their prime. Remember Marbury. Oh, yeah, you know, he averaged twenty points, eight assists. Melo, when he was in Nuggets, came to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. He was in his prime. And look, look, we're still in the same. We were oh, still yeah. in the no same position that. that we were fifteen years ago. So. I mean, I don't oh, think yeah, we should absolutely. get carried away um, if Kyrie gets comes over to the Knicks. I mean, because you know, who knows? It might we might still be in the same position that we've been in the past. So I don't know. I'm a little. Uh, it'd be a great trade to have him here, but I'm a little mm-hmm. hesitant too because uh, you know the guy. He's even though he's a great scorer, uh, his defense is still lacking, and he's injury prone. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah, it's. There's, there's, there's some concerns there. That, that's true. You, I mean, you make a valid point. I mean, you know, uh, but you know, obviously, like you said, with Marbury and uh, and um, Mello also, two guys who are great yep. scorers. And you could even throw in uh, Derrick Rose, who, you know, who's a yep. former MVP, talented guy. Stoudemire. You know, always injury pro. Uh, Stoudemire as well. Um, but yeah, but then again, the difference between those those guys and and Irving is that Irving has a ring. I mean, he has you know he. I mean, obviously he had LeBron James. I mean, the guy has been through the wars of you know and came out a champion. So, you know, obviously I'm not making him out to be a messiah or anything like that. But, I mean, he could be one of the he could be one of the main pieces of this organization to try to turn it around and and gain some sort of respectability in this league because you know 
none, uh, not even Melo. And Melo was one of the, the, you know, the talented, you know, guys in the league. But he couldn't draw not even his closest friends to come to New York. So uh, maybe with a, a, a younger guy who has that championship, you know, pedigree, you know, winning a title, maybe he could potentially, maybe they could change the the horrible stench of, you know, bad basketball that we've been playing and the bad reputation we have around the league. You know what I'm saying? It takes, you know, one guy to change that, that um, you know, the, the whole atmosphere of this franchise. I mean, we thought that in Melo, we thought that in, in Stoudemire, Stoudemire who, you know, obviously he, he wanted to come, you know, a star player who who signed to come with the Knicks. Obviously he had a 100 million reasons to come due to the contract, but the guy looked like he really wanted to change the atmosphere of the, the, the organization. And obviously that didn't come to pass to, you know, to go to coincide with your point, your very valid point. But, um, you know, the Knicks, if they could hold on to Porzingis and hold on to some of these guys, you know, these, uh, you know, core guys in this trade, you know, the Knicks could be a, a decent team. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying they're going to be Eastern Conference bound. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to lie about that. But maybe three to five years, maybe they could be a, a respectable team, a respectable organization that could actually lure guys, star player, other star players to come here. But then again, we've been playing this song, this the same song since you know 2001, and nothing's changed. So. We'll see what happens, and I, like I said, I, I believe this trade will go down when it happens, you know, and, you know, basically Melo ha- has the keys to the city because um, Phil Jackson gave him a no-trade clause, a full no-trade clause after he signed them, a player he didn't want to have, have back on the team. I mean, it just shows you, you know, how, you know, dysfunctional, you know, this organization has been, you know, since uh, 2001, with the exception of 2013, when they actually went to the Eastern Conference Final and lost to the Pacers. But, yeah, man. That was last time they were actually good. Go. I know. A sandwich with a bunch of <laughs> manure-type <laughs> seasons, you know, mm-hmm. including going to the playoffs two or th- like three times and only winning once within this, uh, you know, 17 year span. I mean, well, I should say prior well, I should say prior to the with the exception of the 2013 season because actually you know played played a lot better than the Donnie Walsh Mike Woodson teams. Funny, isn't that a coincidence that the the team that had the team that had, you know, a a good coach and a good GM actually you know went deep into the playoffs? I mean, what a concept. Instead of hiring yep. people who, you know, yes men, you know, to run your organization, you're actually running people who have basketball experience. I mean, what a concept. But hopefully Scott Perry, you know, a guy who has, you know, a, a good resume, you know, as a, you know, assistant GM in the league, hopefully he can, he'll have the, the autonomy Obviously, it won't be full autonomy because he still has to answer to Steve Mills. Hopefully, 
he'll have the autonomy to try to turn this team around. But history points otherwise. But hey, let's see. Let's give this guy a chance, and hopefully, most importantly, let's hope Dolan and Mills give uh, Perry a chance. So we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, shifting gears. Uh, let's talk about the Mets. And the Mets have been, they've been hot lately. Obviously, it's too little too late, but uh, the Mets have won four straight, uh, capped off with a a Wilmer Flores walk-off home run in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, Obviously, this was his second career uh, walk-off home run, his first since um, two years ago. A few days, I believe it was two days after he was rumored to be traded, uh, to to um, traded uh, to I think the Brewers two years ago, and uh, that was two days after he, you know, he showed his emotion and pride when he thought he was being traded, and uh, that was the best trade that the the Mets didn't do, because since they didn't trade for Gomez, they wound up the next day and traded for Yoenis Cespedes. Which uh, you know obviously catapulted them to the um, to the to the World Series that year in a in a losing unfortunately in a losing um, you know a losing effort but you know it, it was a a great you know a great moment for the you know the Mets to finally go to the to the World Series first time since two thousand. But um, yeah, fast fast forward to two years. Yohannes uh, Cespedes, a guy who, along with Daniel Murphy, who's now killing the Mets with the Nationals. Yohannes uh, Cespedes, he he's been injury prone, you know, especially this year, and uh, you know he hasn't been he hasn't been playing well, and to to um, exacerbate uh, this you know, season that he's having, he recently released the, um, um, an interview. He had an interview, um, recently where he basically was saying that, uh, you know, he missed being on the A's, uh, well, he, he wants to end his career with the A's and Bob Melvin, the current manager, you know, is his best manager that he ever had. And this was just before they, uh, started the, you know, the series with the A's on Friday night. So basically it was a weird situation. I mean, you you got to you know give the guy credit he's honest, but the timing of his honesty was like really 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 bad. I mean, the guy isn't playing hard. I mean, if he I mean, if he was actually playing the way he was playing before he got that huge contract um in the off season uh 2 years ago, then that would be that'd be one thing, but yeah, I mean, he he hasn't been hustling at all, and when he when he's when he is playing, you know, he's 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 getting hurt. Obviously, he can't control that, but it was even evidence of uh, er, earlier tonight. He hits a, a foul ball. The ball was like literally right in front of him. He just stood there like a statue. I mean. The Statue of Liberty had more movement than he did. He just stood there and, and let himself get tagged. The guy, the the catcher, um, literally had to he 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 bent down 
tagged him without the ball, picked up pick up the ball, the, the baseball with the other hand, tagged him, and he still stood there motionless. And all he did was just took, you know, took off his hat, you know, showing his, his new green dye hair and basically walked walked off the field and basically didn't give a crap, you know. I mean, it, it's sad, you know. I mean, Cispedes, man, he – I mean, this guy was a lot potential, man, the, the power of the team. And now he's just – he's just short short-fused now. I mean, he needs to get his act together again, and that was, and that was Send the, back the to major. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And, but he has a he has a full no trade call. Well, the, I mean, by his comments, I guess he would he would welcome a trade to Oakland. But um, yeah, it's just messed up. I mean, he did in his he did after the win, uh, the seven five win, on on Friday night where where Conforto. When Conforto hit uh, two home runs and drived in four Friday night, he did uh, backtrack from his statement saying that, you know, he loved playing here. And, you know, you know he basically backtracked. And then uh, fast forward to tonight's game, Mentor's down 5 nothing because, um, because uh, uh, Zach Wheeler, his, his struggles, his uh, recent uh, season struggles continued. And uh, he gave up five runs, and uh, you know basically Mets came back from a five-zero deficit, uh, highlighted by a, a Jay Bruce two-run home run, um, and Reyes doubling. You, you know Reyes hitting two doubles. First time he hit two doubles uh, since what? I'd say five years ago, uh, as a member of the Marlins, and then what six years. You know, in his last season uh, as a Met, where he won the you know the batting title that year. Um, so I mean, Reyes is getting hot. Uh, T.J. Rivera, he's still he's still smoking the ball, and uh, the night was capped off. The, um, oh yeah, not to mention uh, Lucas Duda also tied the game uh, in the in the eighth inning. Um, to to get the the Mets the 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 Mets to let the Mets uh, tie the game up and then Wilmer Flores bottom of the ninth hits the home run and everybody goes home happy so congratulations to Wilmer Flores and Mets are gonna try to sweep the series uh, against the A's which will cap off uh, the the regular season rematch between two teams that face each other in the seventy three World Series. So, um, you know, hopefully the Mets can keep it going. And as a result, you know, the, of the, the Mets season, uh, the Mets are rumored to be trading Bruce uh, Addison Reed, who's, who has the most trade value than anybody on the team, and even Granderson, who's on the last year of his contract. So, yeah, it's a lost season, you know. Basically, Mets are going to try to trade off as many veterans as they can and try to regroup next year. But, um, yeah, that's you know, all you can yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd like to see, I'd like to see him hold on to Reed, but I mean, I understand he has the biggest trade value. So you gotta, you gotta trade him and see if you can resign him in the off season. And I hope that's the same for Bruce. Cause Bruce, I mean, he's, 
actually producing. He has 25 home runs. So I'm hoping, you know, they trade those guys, which even Jay Bruce said the Mets would be crazy not to trade them. They got to get value back for him, you know. So yeah. hopefully they can trade those guys and get and get them back, you know, in the offseason. Uh, shifting gears with the, the Yankees. The Yankees, they're riding high. And um, the Yankees are, you know, on the, their, their playoff hunt. And uh, they're, they're playing right now. What's, what's going on with the Yankees? Yes, right now the Yankees uh top seventh playing the Mariners in the four-game series. This is game three. Uh, we've won the first two games of the series. Last night we won five to one behind um, Judge's three-run home run that broke the stat cast. Um, and he hit another home run today. So uh, right now we're uh, trying to cut into this lead. We're down four to three, uh, top sevens. So uh, hopefully we could try to win this game and win this series and another game to go tomorrow. So, uh, Yankees have uh, been playing well. Um, you know, Aaron Judge struggled a little bit out of the gate after the All Star, after the All Star game, right. but uh, he's kind of regained his momentum here uh, with these two home runs the last few days and uh, getting some hits here and there. So uh, looks like he's uh, snapping out of this slump, and Yankees just have to, uh, you know, maintain the uh, this race with the Red Sox for the division. Currently, they're three and a half games behind the Red Sox and they're leading the wild card. So uh, Yankees, yeah, just got to start winning series again. Absolutely. And, you know, the Yankees are going to do the thing, their thing. And, um, yeah, we was worried about that, about, um, like we were talking about last week, we were worried that um, uh, Judge would have a, you know, home run derby slump. You know, because mm-hmm. as we we mentioned before, um, you know, Bobby Abreu, Ryan Howard, they had slumps after they, you know, they they won the the home run derby. So yeah. it's good for the Yankees that uh, he, you know, Judge was able to um, shake up, you know, shake out of it and uh, go back to his his old ways. Yeah, and uh, as a result, they're gonna try to win this series tonight and and potentially go for the sweep if they could hold on to this win tonight. But um shifting gears uh to WWE uh they revealed that uh on Raw that uh Kurt Angle is the father of uh Jason Jordan which you know uh, I was you know somewhat surprised cuz um you know I was assuming they were going to pick Chad Gable but when I think about it, when I when I saw um, Chad Gable, you know, debuted, you know, with uh, Jason Jordan on American Alpha, you know, I always thought he looked like I always thought Jason Jordan did look like Kurt Angle, you know, a black version of Kurt Angle. So, not to mention they have the the same gear as him. So, yeah, I mean, it, it 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 fit, you know, fit the gimmick, uh, you know, and I'm and I'm interested to see how um how how it's gonna play out. About you. Very interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. I mean, uh, you know, I, I never knew Kurt, Kurt Angle like the uh, black girls like that, but uh, <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is. Uh, I'm a uh, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's an interesting plot line. I'm uh 
I'm interested to see how it plays out over the next few weeks. Absolutely. And um, shifting gears to um, to SmackDown, and you know they're gonna have their Battleground pay per view event coming up. So uh, yeah, let's let's dive into it. Uh, Breezango, they're gonna have they're gonna find out who uh, who's been uh, attacking them and destroyed uh, Fandango's um, horse Tully. So they're gonna reveal. They're gonna find out who's who's you know finally behind it. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll definitely find out about that. I don't know if it's gonna be the Usos or maybe I don't think it'll be a dissension because the dissension they kind of teased that already. But um, yeah, we'll definitely find out with, about that. Uh, also on the show, we have Aiden English versus Ty Dillinger. Uh, I think I, d- I definitely think Ty Dillinger is gonna definitely win that match because Aiden English, you know, ever since that his his tag team got dismembered after uh, his uh, former tag team Simon Gotch got released, you know, from WWE. He's basically been an opera singer, and yeah, basically, you know, Ty Dillinger is definitely gonna win that match. Um, what what you think? Uh yeah, I'm going with Ty Dillinger on that one as well. All right, moving on to the main card: Baron Corbin versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, I I can see it going either way. I was initially gonna say Nakamura, but I think Baron Corbin's gonna win, and then this will continue the feud. The feud will probably cap off at SummerSlam. So I'm gonna pick for that reason. I'm gonna pick Baron Corbin. What about you? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Baron Corbin. As much as I like Nakamura, I think Corbin's right. gonna get the win. All right. Uh, moving on to Sami Zayn versus Michael Nalis, uh, his uh, formerly known as Mike Bennett. Um, he's gonna go off against Sami Zayn, hands down. Mike Mike Ben uh, Mike I should say. He's definitely gonna win this match with with interference of Maria. What about you? Yeah. I mean, this is uh, his debut pay-per-view match, so yeah, absolutely. I think he's definitely going to win, too. Yeah, and plus with Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's a talented guy, but WWE is, you know, basically going to leave him in mid-card uh, purgatory, basically. So yeah. that's just the way it is, even though he's he's a fan favorite. Then you move on with New Day versus Usos. Um I think the Usos are going to retain the title for just this one more pay-per-view event. And uh, New Day is going to come close, but Usos are going to come through. What about you? Uh, you know, it's... Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a tough one. I know. I could I could see the... Man, I could see the New Day winning it. I could see I it could too. See I know, that's... Yeah, this it could go either way. I could see New Day winning it. Yeah, I know. This is like the, this is probably the toughest match that I could determine who's gonna win from the night, probably. Or maybe Shinsuke Nakamura and the Baron Corbin would would be on that level as well. I'd say. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sticking. I I think Usos is gonna win this one. It's gonna retain it. Uh, flag match: Cena, Rusev. Uh, Cena's gonna win this. What would make more sense for Rusev to win to try to build up his character because he should be in the spot that Jinder Mahal is in as the foreigner anti-American who's who's a champion 
that he Ruth if Rusev was the champion instead of Jinder Mahal, I don't think people would be complaining about Jinder Mahal's um you know ad, you know ad, ad, you know his rise to the top because um if this should have been this match should have been Cena versus Jinder Mahal and you could have built up Jinder Mahal to that championship caliber level instead of them rushing Well that's him. eventually what's going to happen this, most likely. Wait, what? Well, well, yeah, yeah, they're well, probably yeah, going to have Jinder Mahal versus Cena very right. soon here. Right, at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you, you you reminded me of that, right? That is true. That is the rumor going out there. But I think Rusev should have been in the championship, should have been the champion instead of Jinder Mahal, and then you would have had them build up to that. But, you know, this WWE, you know, I'm not Vince McMahon, so it's just yeah, my Yeah, but then again, opinion. if you think about it, I mean, when Rusev first came in, he pretty much was Jinder Mahal. I mean, he pretty much well, was, yeah. you know, the, the Russian anti-America, anti-America. He had that whole gimmick, you know, for a while. Right. You know, so, I mean, oh, well, it's still done gimmick that. right now. It's still a gimmick because it's a, it's a flag match. It's uh, Cena versus, Cena versus um, uh, Rusev for the f- flag match, which Cena's going to win that one. Which we we all yeah. agree with that one. Then you got United States title, uh, AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. Um, yeah, AJ Styles is gonna retain it. You know, after his shocking win at uh, MSG in a live event. Uh, yeah, AJ Styles is gonna hold on to it. And if you remember, uh, at the, uh, the the Money in the Bank pay per view event, they teased a possible Nakamura versus AJ Styles. Uh, match, and as a matter of fact, even yeah. on SmackDown, Nakamura was hinting that he wants to go out, go for the United States title. So, you know, that's something to you know keep an eye on for a possible WrestleMania matchup between the two New, New Japan legends. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I think AJ Styles is gonna retain the title also. Yep. No doubt about that. And then you got the final five-way elimination match to determine the the the, the number one contender for the SmackDown Women's title, which is currently held by Naomi. You got Tamina, Natalia, um, uh, Lana, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch. Um, I, I I guess I would bet Charlotte to win, but. Anybody other than Lana, I could see winning. To be honest with you, and you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean I. Uh, I'm gonna go with Charlotte. Yeah, so we're in agreement with that one. Definitely in agreement with that one. But it would be nice to see Becky Lynch get the number one t- contender shot. But uh, I I don't I don't see them have. Yeah, I don't see it happening though. Because Naomi is still good. I mean, I don't know. You rarely yeah. have two good good people fighting each other. Even though Charlotte's technically good now. After the welcoming committee beat her up. Like a, what, a few months ago when she joined SmackDown. But yeah. Charlotte could easily turn back into a heel again. Yeah, I and think then, it'll be Charlotte. And then last but not least. Not least. You got the 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 Punjabi prison match. 
between Jim Mahal and Randy Orton for the WWE title. And um, this this match is tailor made for for Jinder Mahal. Um, in normal normal cases, I would pick Randy Orton to win, but wow, I'm just kind of on the fence with this. I think I think Jinder Mahal is gonna win, but then again, could Randy Orton win? The match, win this match, and then Jinder Mahal gets the title back, maybe SummerSlam or Survivor Series or something like that. I don't know. It's just, I'm thinking Jinder Mahal is going to win. I guess I'm going to, wow, I guess I'm going to, I guess I'm going to stick with Jinder Mahal winning, even though I could see Randy Orton winning. But, yeah, you know, I'm gonna stick I'm gonna stick with Jinder Mahal winning. And hopefully end this feud between the between these guys. 'Cause this is like this is like one of the most boringest uh like feuds for the title ever that I've ever seen. I think uh I could see Randy Orton winning it and Jinder Mahal Me too. getting it back at SummerSlam. I could see that happening. Yeah, I know. I know that's why I'm on the that's why I'm on the fence because I can see it happening. What about Randy Orton? I know, I know, man. You know, ah, gosh. I think you're right, though. That's that's a problem. I think you. I really think you're right, and I think that's the problem with WWE right now. That's the problem with WWE right now because if you take away the whole anti-American thing, Jinder Mahal is doing. You know, Jinder Mahal should be the underdog, and Randy Jinder Mahal should be the good guy, and Randy Orton should be the bad guy. Randy Orton is a what, fourteen-time champion, thirteen-time, fourteen-time yeah. champion. He he can't in a he can't be the the underdog. He won the title like fourteen times. How is he the underdog? Jinder Mahal is is on his first title reign. Nobody believes he's a legitimate champion for the most part. So he should be the underdog and he should be he should be the he should be the good guy. And Randy Orton should be the villain. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. WWE is like backwards. So I mean it's just it just doesn't really make any sense. It makes a sense as the CM Punk versus Big Show straight edge society feud that they had. The bad guy, the bad guy is the one in you know disadvantage, and the the good guy is the more powerful, more well known guy. It just doesn't make it doesn't make any sense to me. But you know what? I gotta darn. I I, I hate changing my mind in the middle of a in a debate, but I guess I'm, I'm gonna have to pick Randy Orton, man. I'm, I'm gonna pick Randy Orton to win. So yeah, it's because only the way said, for the know. past. Five minutes, but yeah, basically my mind got changed again. Uh, Randy and, Orton will win, and, you know, and maybe Randy Orton wins. You know, he he does he doesn't win the title. He wins maybe by I don't know. No, I don't think there's a disqualification. This is like a no holds bar kind of match. It's a a Punjabi prison match. It's like a you know Hell in the Cell with bamboo. You know. There's no rule. Right. They even said that multiple times. There's no rule, so 
There can't be no um, silly disqualification win, you know, win rules there. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess Randy Orton's gonna win unless barring Great Khali coming out of retirement that that cost him the title. I mean, cost him a title opportunity. Um, Yeah, I guess Randy Orton's gonna win. Unfortunately, I mean, I don't want neither one of these guys as champion to be honest with you, but it is what it is. So. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, Anything you'd like to say? Uh, Well, last week I mentioned I had a big announcement. And uh, that big announcement is uh, my my show, iMac, will be coming back Saturday, September 9th. Congratulations. You heard it first. Yeah. I'll be back after a... What, uh, how many months have IMAC been off air? I can't even. Uh, can't even wow. think. It's probably been. It's probably been since what? Uh, September, October. Probably October. Maybe. Oh, last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while, so. so it's almost been a year. I'm, almost been a year. Almost been a year. Yeah. So it's, I'll be making the return September 9th. So I'll have more information for you in the upcoming weeks. Cool. Uh, we look forward to. Seeing iMac returns only on Block Talk Radio. So, uh, you know, th- welcome back, welcome back, man. And uh, with you. that, there's no, there's no better way to end the show, man. I want to thank you, uh, Max, for coming on the show as always. Thank you. And of course, I also want to thank you all, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to another episode of Sports Urban Legend. He's Macaulay Matthew. I'm, of course, I'm still William Ramo, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Oh, but, but, but before you go, what's the what's the score in the, the Yankee game? Uh, the score is still 4-3. 4-3, 7th, bottom 7 inning. Actually, sorry, top 8. Cool. Well, with that, uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace, guys.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.